Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Round three of the 2023 IndyCar season is taking place this weekend. The Grand Prix of Long Beach. Scott Dixon, Scotty McLaughlin heavily involved. They'll be uh, racing all formats. I think uh, Marcus Armstrong also um, part of the Kiwis in action this weekend. Uh, joining us to talk all things indie cars is NBCSports.com lead motorsport writer, Mr. Nate Ryan. Nate, great to have you on, on the program. And, and Ben was just commenting off there. Uh, wonderful sound allow, around Long Beach. It, it, it certainly is the place to be this weekend. It is. Uh, this is pretty much the number two race on the IndyCar schedule after the Indy 500. Uh, this is the race all the drivers want to win. It's all the teams really prepare hard for this race. It's a marquee event. It's the crown jewel on the IndyCar schedule. And, you know, it's not just IndyCar. You've got sports cars here. You've got vintage cars. You've got a lot of – got stadium trucks. You've got a lot of different types of vehicles just running nonstop for three days on the streets of uh, Long Beach, California. Oh, for motorsport junkies like you, this must be paradise or one version of paradise. I, I, I know what we're 100 days away from <laughs> – you know, a pretty big event as well, but uh, you know, this is right up, right up there for mo- motorsport gurus. Yeah, I mean, it truly is, and it's it's a really big race for the number one sports car series in America as well. The uh, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship uh, is running here this weekend. They're the same series, the sanctioning body that does the Rolex Twenty Four Hours at Daytona. So, um, yeah, this is really one of the biggest events for both sports cars and open wheel cars, uh, single seat or cockpit, open cockpit cars like Indy cars. So it's just a huge weekend. It, bizarrely, could, could I say that the first couple of rounds of Indy cars are designed in some way to make sure all the teams are, you know, at a hundred percent for this event for round three of the season, or is that a little bit too simplistic? Yeah. From here on in, it's absolutely game on for IndyCar. Uh, Cause once the series leaves Long Beach. It's testing at the Indy 500 next week at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Then you have a race at Barber. And then it's May. And May is all about the Indy 500. It's all about Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Through the opening couple of weeks here, Nate, we've had what? Ericsson's had a win. New Garden's had a win. But a couple of Kiwis inside the top 10. Scotty McLaughlin's in eighth. But of course, what? Soon to be Hall of Famer Scott Dixon. Did I get that right? He, first year of eligibility to be a Hall of Famer. And he's going to get in. Yeah, he was inducted today, or not inducted today, he was announced today as he'll be inducted uh, next March by the Motorsports uh, Hall of Fame of America. Very prestigious honor. Like you mentioned, he gets inducted in his first year of eligibility, and he's going in with uh, seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion Jimmy Johnson, who, of course, was his teammate at Chip Ganassi Racing. So, yeah, very apt and very prestigious honor. And, you know, I had a chance to ask Scott about it, like, it's, I'm sure it's a little bit hard for him to digest and absorb because he's still got a lot of runway left in his career. I mean, there's still races for him to win, possibly a seventh championship for him to win. But I, I think a real sign of respect for his uh, accomplishments in his career and the admiration for what he's done. I mean, he's the first driver in the 1980s uh, to enter this Hall of Fame, which I think speaks to you know, what a legend he is, even though his, his career is, is still far from over. So he's just held in the highest esteem in the United States, fair to say. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, when you talk about 
the greatest single-seater open cockpit drivers in the history of you know U.S. auto racing. Even though he's from New Zealand, obviously. I mean, Scott Dixon is right there in the same breath with A.J. Foyt, uh, Mario Andretti. Uh, obviously, those guys are in maybe the top level, but uh, Scott Dixon is just a notch below them. And if he wins a few more Indy 500s before he's done, uh, I think he absolutely be mentioned right up there with those guys. Yeah, two top five finishes through the opening two rounds. Uh, he's going to be right in the mix throughout the whole campaign. You would uh, you would suggest? Yeah, uh, he's he's had a much stronger start uh, to twenty twenty three, Daniel, than than last season. And I I had a chance to talk to him a little about that at a, a media event yesterday here in Long Beach. Um, and Scott told me that just it's coming a lot easier for him this year. And uh, last year, uh, the cars had pace, they had speed. But there was trouble for them in execution in qualifying. And even though Scott didn't qualify well at the season opener at St. Pete, he said it was on him. He said it was a mistake he made where he didn't push it hard enough in the second round of qualifying. So he feels confident coming into Long Beach that he's in a better place than he was last year because the cars have more speed, and he feels like as long as he can execute, which we've seen him do time and time again, I mean, He's known as the Iceman for a reason because he doesn't make mistakes because he is so flawless behind the wheel. Uh, he feels coming into this race here at Long Beach that as long as he just hits his mark, doesn't make mistakes, you know, he'll be right there uh, racing for the win. Uh, at the PBG 375, he finished fifth. One behind him, I'm pretty sure, was Scott McLaughlin. He's just inside the top ten in the overall standings after two rounds. What's realistic expectations for a guy who's quite a big following back here in New Zealand? Yeah, I think Scotty Mack is uh, destined here for a breakout year, Daniel. I mean, I, I think a lot of things are expected for him after he oh, he really broke through last year in, in winning his first race in the season over in St. Pete and then adding a couple of more to that throughout the season. Uh, he was part of the championship fight heading into the season finale last year. And I think he's become a little bit of a trendy pick for some of the media analysts and experts over here as a championship favorite this year. I think a lot of guys are picking Scott McLaughlin as somebody who could win his first title in 2023. And um, he certainly showed that in the season opener, even though he had the crash with uh, the pole sitter, Ramon Grosjean, when they were racing for a position in what would probably have been the eventual winner. Uh, you know, McLaughlin kind of owned up to that. He made a little bit of a mistake and uh, ended up with both him and Grosjean going into the tire barrier and taking that race. But he, McLaughlin certainly could have won that race. He didn't have quite as much speed at Texas, but he still had – um, a very solid sixth-place finish, and I, he's right there. And, you know, I, I, I talked to him this week as well, and, you know, he seems very, very enthused about this track. He loves this circuit. And, uh, you know, given that he's won at street courses, again, that he's won at St. Pete last year, it would not surprise me at all if he became a first-time winner this year at Long Beach. Uh, Pedro O'Ward, everybody's favorite Mexican Irishman, uh, leads after a, a couple of rounds. <laughs> uh, Erickson, Dixon, Newgarden, and uh, Palu uh, make up the top five. Anyone not in the mix who you expected to be in the mix or will be in the mix who, who find themselves outside of that top five as we wrap this up? Yeah, I think certainly, Daniel, you, you look at the Andretti drivers. Uh, Ramon Grosjean, I mentioned, had that incident in, in St. Pete with McLaughlin. He was running up front in Texas, and he crashed. Colton Herta crashed at St. Pete after qualifying second, and he ran fairly well at Texas, but a lot of his teammates struggled. So I, I think that's been the disappointment of the year so far, has been Andretti. But it's not because they don't have fast cars. They've actually run and performed really well. It's just they're not getting the results. So 
uh, I would certainly keep an eye on Colton Herta at Long Beach. I mean, this is a guy who uh, won this race in 2021, sat on the pole last year. Um, he knows this track as well as anybody, and I, you know, I would probably say he's a favorite based on how much uh, speed the Andretti cars had at St. Pete. Nate, an absolute treat to have you on the show. Thanks so much. Feel free to just put your phone down, walk away, go about your job, and we can just hear that wonderful sound of the vehicles whizzing by. It seems like every 30 seconds. I don't know what type of vehicle's out there at the moment. I think those are the sports cars. I think those are uh, prototypes and GT cars. So, yeah, I'll just leave my phone line open. You guys can just uh, record at your heart's delight. (laughs) Nate Ryan, you're a star. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Nate Ryan. Nate Ryan from NBC Sports talking uh, motorsport and IndyCars. Three Kiwis in action. The two we focused on uh, doing both the oval and the street race. Um, Marcus Armstrong just doing the street race, um, according to my very knowledgeable uh, producer, Mr. Ben Francis. I'm a bit of an ignorant fool when it comes to petrol, as that interview has probably revealed. Oh, well, your I hands up again. You're so polite, so polite. Well, I, yeah, so the, with Marcus Armstrong this season, I think across, let's say, for argument's sake, they've got 25 races, 13 are on ovals and 12 are on street circuits. And Marcus is just doing the road circuits, which this one is. So he did the first race of the season. I think he was 10th or 11th. He didn't do the second race, and the guy who's doing the oval tracks, I think he crashed out. So Marcus Armstrong, another chance to push. But really promising hearing about Scott McLaughlin uh, and potentially you know, lots of people thinking that he could win the title. Yeah, and have a breakout year. That, that is very exciting. Sorry, I, I always find oval, oval racing specialists, and I know I'm getting sidetracked here. This is quite funny. You must get sick and tired of turning left. Like, all day. Imagine what it's like being one of, like a guy that drives like that, but then you're out on the street. You got to think, oh, that's right, the steering wheel goes that way. <laughs> that's right. Do you get one arm bigger than the other? Surely. <laughs> Surely you would. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting very bored of going left the whole time. Yeah, so we wish Marcus all this. But you're so right about Scotty McLaughlin. That would be fantastic. And, and Hall of Famer. Imagine being a Hall of Famer when you've got a number of years left in the sport. Scott Dixon being, uh, you know, uh, he hasn't been inducted yet, but announced that he is going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, it's one of the ultimate things in sport. I think whenever you do a sport, you want to leave some form of legacy and what he's been able to achieve in the sport and then making the Hall of Fame as well. I think Dixon's probably one of those athletes which is probably more appreciated overseas than he actually is in his own country. Yeah, that's very, very true. So he is one of seven people... um, uh, who've been announced for this year's Motorsports Hall of Fame of America. Uh, it's his first year of eligibility, and he's going straight in by the sounds. He'll go alongside, uh, it was Jimmy Johnson, uh, the great NASCAR driver that um, Nate mentioned, um, and some guy called Paul Newman. He's quite a good actor, made very nice mayonnaise, I understand. It was salad dressing. Oh, he was good at, uh, I own NASCAR teams too, okay. Okay, that's probably why he's going into the Motorsport Hall of Fame. It's a terrible joke. Um, but hey, that's why you come to this wonderful show.